Hello, welcome to Cracking Up with me, John Marston, my host, Fiona O'Brien, episode five? Five. Five. Oh, Jesus. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting we'll, there. We'll, be, we'll go viral soon. Go viral? Fuck. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't, I can't wait to get roasted by strangers online. For, it already happens. Has that ever happened to you yet? With your clips? Um, uh, yeah, I, I did something about an, an ex. Oh. Like a marriage. And then a lot of single dads chirped in and, and gave out to me. <laughs> well, of course they did. And then two minutes later, they're in your DMs. Yeah, yeah, and they were like, actually, one did. One was like, you know, I don't agree with what you said about child support, and then sent a private message. Yeah, and I don't know what's personally going on in your personal life, so maybe I was too hard on you. Feel free to contact me. I was like, yeah, no thanks, buddy. So funny, men. Men are ridiculous. Do you do, do you get do you get a lot of DMs from men these days? Um, no. Since COVID, I, or I've only, I no, I the odd ones, and they're usually from Twitter. Right. They're usually on Twitter, and they're usually somebody will send you something funny, uh, or you'll you'll like I like something that somebody posted. And next thing they're in your DM. Oh, I saw you like my video. Uh, I think your content is really mm. funny, and 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 you mentioned that you're a single mom, and you know all this <laughs> crap. And I'm like, oh my god. Well, that's that's it, right? As soon as as soon as you like something, then they automatically the. That's why I think too. Any anyone that likes any of my stuff, I'm like, this person wants to fuck me for sure. That's <laughs> that's what I think. <laughs> I think anyone that talks to me wants to. Yeah, right. <laughs> you taking a photo? No, I done that at the start. Here, I can only see you're like you're like my mom on the Skype. I can only see half your here, head. Wait, hold on. Here, hold. I try. I just I got this new podcast podcast yeah. arm to make me look more professional. So yeah. that oh, here we go. There's my phone broken. You're going to have to lean down. Ready? No, that doesn't look good. Jesus Christ. I put on 10 pounds in a week. Look at my face. Well, we have to talk about crystals. We can go back to DMs and all that. Um, But you're you're thin. You can afford to put on weight. I'm not. I put on... I'm I'm almost 200 pounds. So? Well, I mean... How tall are you? No... It's it's like it, you see my face. Look how fat my. It's all bloated. It's all sugar. I, I it was my birthday last week, and two of my friends bought me. God bless them, Elizabeth and Ryan. Uh, they won't listen to podcasts because they're my friends and they don't support anything I do. But um, <laughs> Elizabeth, mate. Hi, Elizabeth. Um, Ryan, Dylan, not for sure. Not. <laughs> they both bought me cakes. Massive cakes. Well, Elizabeth bought me a cookie cake. You know those big cookie things you used to get. Yeah. And uh, you're you're away from your mic there, Fiona. You're you're. Um, I. We don't want to have. Yeah. Listen, we're it's the end of the fucking year. We can't be. We can't be having sound problems again. <laughs> we got to go into 2021 with at least some, uh, you know. Idea to use our microphones. Anyway, yeah. go on. You put, you put on so my ten pounds. So Elizabeth bought me a big cookie. Yeah. I thought. Side I note, by her. the way, side, side note. Do you remember? I don't know if these were popular in Ireland, but I always remember growing up in Scotland, there used to be a shop or a, 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 a little store called, it just sold big cookies. That was the thing. And we all loved it. We always used to just want to buy a big, massive cookie. And I, we, it was just such a big thing back then. 
Like anytime you had the birthday, it was a big cookie. And uh, Elizabeth bought me one of those. And it said, uh, happy 40 if you can't. So, Lovely. I, I, know, I know, charming, huh? <laughs> right? Charming. Um, so I got that. And then later that day, Ryan came uh, around and uh, he was, he brought me a, a cheesecake cake that said, happy birthday, you cunt. The two cakes that said, happy birthday, you cunt. So, you know, charming friends, right? Uh, well, well, when you visit your plot of land I bought you on Scotland, it will oh, yeah. have uh, it'll have the C word spelt out in flowers on it. Lord cunt. That's just, <laughs> yeah. Lord, yeah. Lord cunt of fucking Glen. Anyway, um, so they bought me these two cakes. And uh, you know, very grateful. Thank you so much. But um, did you eat? Did you eat both of them? I did. How? Like when did you fit? Like did you sit down and just demolish one cake and then yeah. eat the next? So basically, I got the Elizabeth oh. gave me the Elizabeth gave me the cookie cake, and she bought it a couple of days before, and she said, "You probably need to eat that because I've had it for a couple of days." <laughs> and it was it was a bit stale around the edge. Mm-hmm. I thought I better eat it all. <laughs> I got a cup of coffee and I ate this fucking, I'm going to say it was like 12 inches, but it was probably yeah. 10. You know how men are. Uh, I, I've never eaten 12 inches. It was inches. a big fucking cookie. It was, and it was, listen, the first couple of bites were nice, but after a while it was just abuse. I, I was just, Gross. so I had that. And then, so then Ryan brings me this cake, but the, here's the thing. I live alone. And it's COVID, so I can't be going around giving people cake, right? So, and then I have, I live above a a, a pet food store and there's a bunch of young girls that work down there. Um, I try to give them cake and they're like, they're all on diets and whatnot, so they don't want any. So I can't give anyone. And there's a guy next door who's a crack dealer who likes pies and stuff. I usually give him pies. He wasn't around to give him any cake. So um, I had, so I was going to, so I booked myself into a little hotel for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so I so I, I have a slice of this cake, and I'm already dying, and it's fucking delicious. You know that way when you eat something that's delicious, but you're not thinking about how you feel. You're just you're just you're just like, oh my god, sugar, right? You're just fucking shoving this in my face, and I'm just feeling so fucking sick and dehydrated. Like, and then I go to this hotel because I was like, fuck it, I'll go to a hotel for the night because they're cheap, something to do, just for no reason i order food from a restaurant that my buddy works in and they give me a carrot cake a fucking oh, big fucking pound, a pound of carrot cake yeah so i ate that in the bathtub oh my god i haven't had a bath in 20 years because i can't fit in them yeah uh i and so i had three cakes i went home and ate there because i because here's the thing, I was like, I thought, I don't want to eat any more cake. I should just put this in the bin. But I was like, I don't want to waste cake either, right? I was like, the best way to get rid of it is to eat it. Do you not have a freezer? It never occurred to me that to freeze a cake. <laughs> so basically, for your birthday, you were bulimic. <sighs> I mean. Three cakes and, I, and, and your then- dinner. And then my buddy gave me a bunch of donuts as well. It's like, Jesus. Don't tell me I ate the donuts. I did. Jeez, John, did you puke? No, but I, because that's the thing. It's like my face is all bloated now because it's just, just been eating sugar. Oh, and I my. feel 
feel terrible. So that's my birthday. Thanks very much. <laughs> and so what, are you feeling any better yet? Not feeling all right. How's your mic, by the way? You're sounding a little uh you're sounding a little far away. I'm just let me just pause that for a second. Okay, there we go. If you want to turn their mic on, see I turn mo- I turn my mic on, everyone. <laughs> see, we both take turns of being a fucking idiot. <laughs> Listen, my head's melted after Christmas and oh. and all that. Go on, anyway. You're feeling a bit better. No, I'm still. F- <laughs> oh I, my! So, so that's so. Th- is what the twenty eighth today? Mm-hmm. It's not even been six days. That's that felt like a fucking month ago. But it's just because that, like, I oh, hold on. I, there's fucking someone at the door. All right, another Amazon package of a mystery thing that I bought. Um, so what were we saying? What were we saying? You were saying about you being bulimic on your birthday. So that just sent me into, you know, when you start eating shit and then it's Christmas and you're just like, just eating shit. You're just like, I know. you can't, you, I can't even think of, I was like, what the, I was like, what do you eat? You're just eating shit for days. Yeah. I'm just like, and because like, um, with, with my pie business, I started doing a Christmas menu. Part of the Christmas menu was making desserts. So I had oh. all the fucking dessert left over too. So I'm just fucking, oh, I've had enough of sugar. I'm, I, I think it's January is just going to be fucking kale and water. Oh, no. Well, I, like I had, so your, how was your Christmas day? Because I had a really weird Christmas day. Tell I know everybody. I know me. everyone. Well, we woke up Christmas morning and um, the kids are here with me on Christmas morning until noon because of the divorce, they go to their dad, then we split Christmas Day. So they go at noon to their dad until the next day. In an Ireland, we don't say Boxing Day, we say St. Stephen's Day. So they come back to me on St. Stephen's Day at noon. So next thing at noon on Christmas Day, the chaos was over, the kids were gone, and I had a sore throat and I wasn't feeling great, like real exhaustion. And mm-hmm. then when you think of COVID at the moment, I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting COVID for Christmas. And I was supposed to see one Irish friend, Sandra and Martin. Uh, I was supposed to go to them for dinner. And I messaged her and I said, look, I can't chance it. I have a sore throat. Um, I, I mean, I couldn't even eat me curly whirly Christmas morning. That's how bad things were, right? I knew I was sick. I didn't want to have a drink. Like usually Christmas morning, I am into a bottle of Prosecco, curly whirly, massaging butter into a turkey. And none of that was happening. And next thing, the kids were gone. I felt like crap. And I just sat down on the couch wrapped in a blanket and pretended to myself it wasn't Christmas Day. I just kept saying, forget it. Forget that it's Christmas. It's just another day watching Netflix in lockdown. Because if I thought about it, I would have probably started to cry. And of course, then my sister, who was at home in Dublin, started sending me photos of them all having their Christmas dinner with their crowns on their heads and hammered. And because um, they're the five hours ahead, she was no social my, distancing measures in place. Oh, well, no, they they'd all quarantined, so they were like, you were allowed in Ireland to have three households together on Christmas Day. Um, and so then, so then she was messaging me saying that my brothers were hammered and they were playing darts in the kitchen, <laughs> and they were hitting my mom's new fridge with the darts, and my mother was going into meltdown, roaring at them. <laughs> so all that chaos was going on in Ireland. Then uh, one of my best friends, Claire, called me from Ireland at midnight in Ireland. So it was 7 p.m. here, hammered drunk. 
to talk to me. Oh my God, you don't have the kids for Christmas. I said, Claire, it's worse than that. I have a sore throat, so I couldn't even see anybody. Oh my God. So then we started chatting then for about an hour. Um, and I'm totally sober. And you, you will know this, dealing with people who are hammered when oh, you're so totally what? sober. And then people send you drunk messages and, oh, I love you. And oh my God, I wish I could see you for Christmas. And next year you have to come back to Ireland and all this. And um, anyway, and then the kids started FaceTiming me from their dad's house to show me everything they got from their dad. And it was just the weirdest Christmas day I've ever had. I never got dressed. I didn't have a shower. Uh, I made myself a lamb chop and some carrots. <laughs> I sat and watched Netflix and ate that. I didn't want to eat any chocolate. I didn't have any booze. It was brutal. It was brutal. Now I had, good. A, I had a lovely morning with the kids because, uh, you know, they got nice presents. And Santa was very good to my son. My son, who came out this year, got tickets to see Lady Gaga. Right. And I got a ticket too. Santa got me a ticket too. Nice. <laughs> and, I, and, and how did, and did they, because I saw you sent me a picture. And yeah. He, he didn't look thrilled. I'll be honest. He was in total shock. He oh, okay. He came down. <laughs> That's how he looked so shocked. He came down the stairs and I had printed off the Ticketmaster page mm. and he, he's holding it. And because he, he wrote in his letter to Santa, uh, he knows the concerts aren't happening at the moment, but maybe a concert in the future. He would, he's never been to a concert. Oh, he's never uh, been to a concert as well. Never, okay. Never. And wow. so he's 13 now. And so, and, and he had come out this year and it was great excitement. So I got him the tickets uh, and I got and myself one. And anyway, so he picks up the paper and he reads, he got, and he was like, hang on. I thought there were no concerts. And I said, oh, what did you get? And he was like, tickets to see Lady Gaga, but there's no concert. I said, well, what's the date? Oh, it's the end of August. And he was just sat on, like he was standing reading. And then he had to sit down. And then I took that photo of him sitting down. His eyes were huge in his head. And he was just like trying to figure out what was going on. Um, and so he was so excited. And then I got him a pride flag. So he was thrilled with his flag and he was thrilled with the tickets. And then he immediately started wolfing into a selection box okay. and loads of chocolate. Um, well, yeah. he's, got, he's going to be disappointed when that doesn't happen. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it, it might... I, the way I'm looking at it is by spring, we should have all had our vaccinations, no. right? What do no. you mean, no? No. All I'm having mine by spring because I go to see Lady Gaga and she better get hers. No, uh, I think, he, yeah, I don't, you know. It's, I, I look buy, at it, it's going to be at least another year of this. Ah, will you stop? I bought insurance from Ticketmaster with it just in case anything happens. So... If I she reschedules selling tickets. Well, usually there probably wouldn't be any tickets available. It would probably be sold out. But I was able to get two good tickets. Well, that's the thing. But that's the thing. So it's like, it seems to me a little cheeky that they're selling tickets. Because you know why? Because they got all. Because you know when you know when they sell those tickets, that money sits in their bank account for a year, making interest. Mm -hmm. So even if the gig doesn't go ahead, they make a fucking ton of money. Well, the, it was supposed to be last year, her gig, and it got moved because of COVID to next August. So then I'm thinking, well, maybe it'll happen. It's going to be, you, you know, when concerts come back in any sort of respect, it's probably going to be impossible to get a ticket for anything because no one is ever, every, it's going to be good for comedy for us. Yeah. But like every event 
is this going to be sold out? No one's going to want to be. I I feel for a few years at least, it'll be a good time for arts when uh, it does come back. But uh, yeah, I don't think you're going to see Lady Gaga this year. I am. Okay. <laughs> and I keep I keep saying to so he's mortified with me. You know the way she goes. Put is it you put your claws in the air because we're all monsters. Okay. So I keep doing that, and he's like, "Oh my god, mom, stop doing that." <laughs> <laughs> it was. And I, did I had you to wake Christmas by saying you're also going with him. <laughs> Yeah, I said, who are you going to bring? And he was like, eh. I was like, me, you're going to bring me. He was like, eh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, of course he'll want me. And then then he, he did the upsell. He was like, yeah, we should probably stay in a hotel downtown that night. <laughs> and I was like, oh, should we? Yeah, and then, because it'll be easier, because then you won't have to drive. I'm thinking of you driving home from the Rogers Centre and getting out of the traffic. And you're going to want to have a drink. Yeah. Yeah, and then he was like, so, so we should probably look at staying in a hotel. And then the other two kids were like, yeah, we'll stay in the hotel while you go to the gig. So now I have to look at a hotel <laughs> for the night. How funny. Yeah. You can all come stay with me in my spare room. Oh, God. Oh my, you'll feed them all with cake. Jesus. But talking about eating crap. So Christmas Day, I couldn't eat. So Stephen's Day, Boxing Day. I made uh, a Christmas dinner because the kids came back to me. We sat at the table, we ate, and I forced myself. I had a bottle of Prosecco. Um, gave forced the kids, a bottle of Prosecco. Forced it. <laughs> I was catching up, and I gave the kids, I give them a, a, just a little sip, you know? Oh, yeah. And uh, Start, start the, the alcoholism early. I'm easing them into it with a bit of orange juice in it. And then, so I had that, <laughs> and then I was like, right, I'm going to eat chocolate. Because I'm on this, you know, I'm on the diet with the, mm and the injections and everything. And usually I don't, I'm not hungry. So I didn't take the injections because I was like, this is it. I'm going to eat my head off today and drink. And I ate crap. I ate quality street. I ate roses. I ate two curly whirlies and I had the Prosecco and I had a big Christmas dinner. And then I had tiramisu for dessert. Oh, it was fabulous. Ate. Next day, I thought I was, the constipation hit, oh right? God. And I'm sorry if this is too much. You want to give them a listening. warning before you start getting into that. Here's the, here's the warning. <laughs> I Step went, ahead for a minute if you're. Uh, <laughs> uh, if, you, if you have a weak stomach. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god! I thought I was going to die like Elvis on the toilet. That's how he died. I was seeing stars. I was like, oh my god, I'm going to collapse. I couldn't handle it. And the kids were like, what's going on? I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not feeling very well. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. Well, you know, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, I mean. It's that, all clear. That's a, that's a Christmas <laughs> tradition in most families as you eat so much. And then it's just everyone, just, the toilet just fucking stinks for yeah. most of the week. And then you die. Fucking. Oh. Yeah, it's. Uh, well, yeah. Um, I, yeah. Uh, Christmas, my Christmas day, I woke up early, like five or six, and I thought to myself, you know what, this is the best time to phone my parents because it's 11 o'clock back home, they won't be steaming. <laughs> it turns out they were fucking steaming. At they 11? They were blind drunk. They were like, they were like, like not able to talk drunk, but that's, that's, that's standard. Um, so it was, you know, that's why I don't like Christmas because that's, my sister has to go and hang out there. She's yeah. raging, raging. She's like, 
they were disgraced, John. They're you know they're making an embarrassment of themselves. You they're old. They're seventy, and they're making. And I'm like, yeah, that's what they do every year. It's like they've been doing that since the the, the start of time. So, you know, I phone them, and it just reminds me, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I don't mind, I don't mind doing nothing for Christmas. But I, so I phone them. I get up early. I my friend, my friend Derek, he came around. Um, he lives alone too, so we I cooked him some dinner. And then I went around to a couple of people's houses and I gave them some, uh, you know, the millionaire shortbread. Oh yeah, lovely. Oh yeah, so I, I just went around, gave them that, gave them a little uh, bit of merch. That's my, my Christmas present, a little tote bag. Good. Twenty dollars if anyone wants to DM me for. I got I got a lot of them to sell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it. I um, I took it, and then the last few days I've just been taking it easy because I got another delivery for the end of this year, and then. I'm having a little time off in January to sort of figure out where what I want to do for a year. Here's okay, so I want to talk to you about your the thing that we were talking about before the podcast about your what's mm-hmm. in your purse. But here's something. So we're talking about what we want to work on for next year. Yes. So on my birthday, I got two cakes calling me a cunt. Yeah. Right. I got at least the same amount of texts, maybe more, from my friends saying "Happy birthday, you miserable cunt." Everyone was calling me a cunt. Just everyone. There's the one time of the year Canadians thought they could get away with using that word, I think, right? But yeah. I thought to myself, right, people see me as a miserable cunt, and maybe I am, right? So that's maybe next year, that's what I want to work on. I'll always be a cunt, right? That's, that's it. You know, that's where I'm from, right? That's it's, your brand. That's my brand, but it's also where I'm, where I'm, you know, that's what people, where I'm from, are like, we're all cunts, we're all a bunch of cunts, right? But the miserable thing really gets to me a little bit, right? You know, do people think that I'm just a fucking misery? Why do they even do you, like, anyway, so I want to work on that. I'm, I'm going to become so fucking happy next year. Yeah. It's going to be unbearable. You're going to be a, a, ray of, a ray of sunshine. I went to, so uh, uh, we talked, I think we talked about this a couple of years ago. I went to a silent meditation, right? 10 days. And I, I felt so great afterwards that, when I came back and started talking to my friends, they were like, oh, you're all positive and happy now. I fucking hate this. They all hated yeah. it. Yeah. And I was like, I was just like full of like life. I was just like, yeah, man, you know, just positive and happy and encouraging. And they were just like, I, so it's, <laughs> I know it's like, it's like me doing therapy. And then I, I talk to my friends. I'm like, yeah, well my therapist, and they're like, oh God, your therapist said, oh, and I, because it's people who don't want to have to deal with that stuff. Because it, it kind of reminds them maybe they need to deal well, with things. Uh, yeah, the therapy thing for sure. But also see when people call me a miserable kind of, it's just because I'm being like, I'm saying real shit that they yes. kind of pretend they don't want to hear because they don't want to hear. When I talk to you, COVID, you're not going to see Lady Gaga next year. It's not going to, you're like, no, no, no. I, you know, so maybe I should just internalize that, you know. Uh, maybe I don't, you know, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't want, but yeah, I, I, I don't want to be miserable next year. I want to be, I want to be, but I don't know. Cause I feel like that, but I, I don't know. I don't think I'm miserable. Yeah. I mean, I can be for mm-hmm. sure, but mm-hmm. that's, but that's like, just, just the thing, but I, I don't want to be, I don't want people to think that when I go out, people are like, Oh, here comes John. <laughs> no, 
Now you see, you have built up this brand and that's what people are used to. And you have to remember, you are probably the only person in Canada that would let people call you the C word. So they're all unleashing on you on Lucky your birthday going, woohoo, it's the one day of the year we're able to say this and he's not going to get offended. And Lucky look what's Christmas. happened. <laughs> yeah. Look what's happened. You're bloody offended. No, I'm not offended. <laughs> I mean, I've lived in Canada so long that I'm almost like offended these days. That's like... <laughs> That's something I was thinking about recently. We, I think we talked about this in the podcast, but you know how people are get so offended here. Yeah, I don't really, I, I don't really get offended by much, really. Mm-hmm. But I found that through all this kind of cancel culture and woke stuff and all this Twitter nonsense, that I was like starting to like almost be like fall for it too myself, you know. I was like, oh, I'm, I should be offended by this for that. And then I was just like, give us a fuck. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. As Billy Conley said one time, fuck political correctness. I remember him saying that. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I, I think it's, I, I, I think it's weird to be offended by things. I mean, I, I, there's, I mean, obviously there's things that are wrong and like, but to let, cause if you, if you get, if you allow, see, if someone says something to you, it's up to you how you react to that, right? Yes, yes. So if you allow yourself to be, if what that person says is wrong, that's fine. But yeah. you're allowing yourself to be offended. You're allowing. So if you choose not to be, then yeah, that person's projecting whatever and they're, they're, they've obviously, you know, they're hateful or they're whatever. Mm-hmm. That's on them. Yeah. But you're allowing that energy in. Now, as I say that, if anyone ever listens to this podcast, I'll be cancelled. Ten years from now, I'll get to host the Oscars, you know, and they'll listen back to this podcast and they'll be like, wow, he was like, you know, telling people that they weren't allowed this and that. And Do you know what? You're best off saying bloody nothing. Just ah, fuck you get yourself in trouble. And, and the thing is, there's people out there who are bored out of their bloody minds and they're just <laughs> looking for stuff to be... They're looking for stuff to be offended by. It's it's a it's, it's a culture of victimhood. That's what it is. It you know, uh, and yes, of course, if somebody insults you or insults something that's important to you, you're allowed to say, "Hey, feck off! I'm not happy with that." Yeah. But give your opinion and then walk away. That's how you, I feel. You no, know, you're allowed to say it for sure. No one's, and that's on both sides of like people who are like, "Oh, my free speech," or you're allowed to say this and that. But you're allowed to say, "Hey, that's wrong." But you're also, you know, don't don't let it, don't let things affect you know the emotional energy of someone saying something to you that you don't like mm-hmm. but that's something i'm trying to change for next year myself because sometimes when you know like when people call me a miserable cunt right i know they're joking i know they're joking yeah. but i walk away and I go am i a miserable cunt like is something wrong with me because actually someone said this to me when i a couple of people said this to me when i stopped drinking they were like uh you're not as much you're not as fun as you used to be yeah right that's not a thing you should say to someone who's trying to no. get sober, right? No. At all. But I know they're, jo- again, I know they're joking, but yeah. there was a, a few times where I was like, maybe I'm not as much fun as I used to be. Maybe I should start drinking again so that people like me. No. So, that, so, so wait, you ain't, so, but I could choose to, so that's where you got to be careful sometimes what you say to people because yeah. that's how they take it away. Yeah. But yeah. also at the same time, I have to really work on being like, oh no, they're just being stupid. They're not, they don't really mean that. And they don't realize what they're saying. So yeah. again, anyway, um, on a anyway, lighter note. On a lighter note. 
lighter note. You're getting let's a bit heavy. Let's see what's in your purse. Tell them. Let's okay. set it up. So listen. So to our fans and listeners and, and Craig. More. Yeah, could you talk Hi, Craig. into the microphone a bit more there if you want to? Hi, Craig. Um, I, last year in Dublin, one of my friends, Anita, uh, I met Anita and Helen in the pub, the Abbey Tavern up in Hoth. And Anita's very into this, putting out there into the world what you want to happen. Is that what it's called? Yes. I don't know. Setting and intentions. So, so she was up flirting with the barman. Can we have pens? Can we have paper? Comes back. We're all getting hammered. I used to live with these two girls and I had the best fun. We, it was like a revolving door of men. I wish I should write a sitcom about it. And I'd sometimes have to knock into one of the rooms and go, here, what's the name of the fella I'm with? <laughs> and they'd be like, oh yeah, that's, that's Frank from accounting. I'm like, all right, okay. Um, what would you call that sitcom? Riding? Riding the Celtic Tiger, something like that. So anyway... Uh, I had a great time living with them. They, I've known them since I was a child. We know each other's families, histories. You know, we just, and one of them used to date my brother and, oh, oh my dear, oh dear, God. That's weird. Yeah, I know. It was very weird. Anyway. That's, so, for, that's for a therapy session. <laughs> for the two of them. So they both, I have loads of history with these girls and uh, they're, they're two of my very, very good friends. Anyway, so it was coming up to New Year's Eve and she said, right, Here's a pen and paper. I want you all to write down three to four things that you are going to put out there into the universe that you want to happen in 2020 for you. And I haven't looked at it. It's in my purse. Now, hang on. I have to go get my purse. It's just here. <laughs> I, can, I can guarantee you one of them is going to be losing weight because that's always... <laughs> that, oh, that's a, co- a constant Anyone theme. listening, I, just like this could be... This could be the most, this could be a very funny bit, or this could just be a very... Yeah, I might cry. I might cry. <laughs> oh, my God. Did, did, now did, I... Is this the first time you've ever done this? So I've never, she's very much into this kind of stuff. Like she would journal and keep a diary. Right, 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 right. All, you know, all of this crack. Now I have to find it first. I thought you had it ready before the podcast. I didn't say I had it you ready. You bring it out of the purse? I said, it's in my purse. There's... Are you like one of these people that has like receipts in their purse? Yeah. Just and every then, bit of shit. And I, and I keep all the receipts and then I can't close them purse and then I throw them out. Yeah. And then I go to do my, uh, uh, here it is. And then I go to do my accounts and then I'm like, I, I just threw all them Forever. out. <laughs> well, then maybe that's a goal for next year is get yourself a little box for receipts. I, I swear to God, I just shoved them up in the cabinet uh, up where all the glasses are and then every kind of april go rummaging through it now so helen and anita wrote a list i've got four things on there did helen and anita listen to this podcast well i'll tell them to listen to it now (laughs) i I think they would anyway my first one you ready Mm -hmm. let's go lose weight (laughs) and get fit for my halifax taping with cbc okay let's let's take them one by one right so did you lose any weight this year no, because we went into a pandemic and Halifax was cancelled. <laughs> okay. Did now I'd lost, I've lost 10 pounds, obviously, since I started my injections. Well, there's, there you go. You've lost 10 pounds. Yeah. And you're but, going walking yeah. every day. Yeah. You can't and do I, the taping. That's not your fault. But, I couldn't so. do the taping. But just as well, because I would that would have been on CBC and I would have been a big dumpy thing and I would have been raging. Well, that's good because now you're losing weight. 
And so I got... you did? You did go ahead. It. You did it. I lost weight, but like six months later. Um, and so if I go to Halifax next year, I'll probably perform in a string bikini. <laughs> <laughs> right. Number two was get to Winnipeg or JFL Festival. Okay. Well, none of, neither of those happened, so... <laughs> right. So they were cancelled. I didn't get them anyway. And then I was like, why didn't I get Winnipeg? And then I remembered I didn't apply for it. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's usually my reaction to these things. Why did I not get... Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. I'm like, how did that person get it? And I didn't get it. And I went, oh, yeah, I never applied because I thought I was going to Halifax. Anyway, I've applied for Winnipeg this year, so maybe. Um, number three, get a better sleep pattern. Okay. Now, because I would, ever, ever since uh, my dad died a few years ago, my sleep is all over the shop. And I take melatonin going to sleep. I would take some sleepies. I take anything that I could get over the counter. Mm. Um, and I, my mind would be racing. So what has helped me with getting a better sleep pattern has been going to therapy. I still take melatonin the odd time and magnesium and not drinking because I haven't been drinking as much. Because mm-hmm. what happens if I drink, I go to bed, I'll conk out for an hour or two and then I wake up dehydrated and then the thoughts are all running around in your head again. And then you don't get a good sleep. So you can't shut off the thoughts in your head? Yes. Now I'm much better at it now because I've been... Because of the pandemic and stress and everything, I started seeing my therapist every two weeks. So mm. that's getting better. I'm getting better. Do you have a do you have a a, a nighttime routine? Because I'm obsessed with routines. And like, yeah. do you shut off your devices at such a time? Not do you journal? All. Do you meditate? Do you, do you do you have a like you know clean up? Do you get PJs on? What would you do? Uh, for, I have a I have a wee. <laughs> I get into my pajamas. That's it. You know I, don't I, even, I don't even take my makeup off. Like my, my uh, pillowcase is like the Turin shroud. <laughs> you know, the shroud, or is it the shroud of Turin with Jesus' face on it, imprinted? Uh, yeah. That's what, well, that's yeah, because every morning like. you wake up and you go look at it and go, Jesus. And I go, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like my eyeliner, the two eyes, brown makeup. Yeah, oh, if Jesus that, was a so. drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> that, that should be my next that's album. That's the name of your album next <laughs> And then, the, so that's better sleep patterns. And then number four. Well, hang on. Did you, so, so, so I want to yeah. go into that more. Do you think you have yeah. a better sleep pattern now? And also going into the new year, what, what, what can you improve? And are you sleeping better? And I have, what do you want to improve? That's I have question. started to sleep better. The, well, I went through a breakup and that doesn't really help with the sleep. Um, but so, you find it easier to sleep alone. I hate sleeping with people. do you know what it's terrible to get like when i broke up with my husband and i was so excited to have a bed to myself Mm. you know it's like a starfish you could fart you could do whatever you want and you have roll around the bed and there's nobody you're not going to wake them they're not going to wake you you know and it was great um and then i started dating somebody and he he had a huge bed Mm. Like a huge, so if he was in the bed, I kind of didn't really notice right, unless right, I, right. unless, you know, we, I needed him for a bit of riding. Right. We were away from each other and, and we both slept well like that, but right. the holding in the farts, oh. I just, I would be, I would be lying in the bed pretending I was asleep, but I was up half the night on fart watch, you know, <laughs> just clenching me cheeks. Let it go. 
I couldn't. Uh, no, not with the new fella. I couldn't. Oh, okay, okay. You know, a couple of years in, I think he said a couple of times in my sleep, I probably let rip. But that's that's natural. That's just your body. That's fine. (laughs) I know, but I just... Anyway... As long as you're not sitting in front of him going like, here, I got one coming. I got (laughs) a big one brewing. Yeah, turn around. I've I've dated girls who do that. Get a lighter. You just love (laughs) farting. And I'm just like... I know it's fine, but like you don't have to make a fucking thing about it every time you do it. <laughs> well, you see, I'm so immature that farting cracks me up. So even if I farted and the other person was totally cool with it, I would be in tears laughing. Really? See, yeah, okay, okay. That's just from watching so many Carry On movies growing up and having brothers. They're yeah, just... fair enough. If you grew up with brothers, you're fucking, you're getting farted in the face all day. Yeah, absolutely. Or run into your room, fart and run out. Like even my sons now are letting rip. And oh, then, then they're like, did you hear that? <laughs> like, <laughs> and then, then they describe the smell. And, and then of course, I can't handle it. I start roaring laughing at this stuff because <laughs> I'm so immature. Anyway, so gets, so my plan for better sleep patterns, um, I'm going to, I find if I've exercised during the day, it, I sleep better that night. And if I, and if I am not drinking much, I did try the CBD oil and, um, but I got the wrong one with the THC in it and I was high as a kite. Yeah. Get, you, you, do you have a, do you, do you know something that changed my sleep? Um, was a weighted blanket. Okay. Do you have a weighted blanket? No, I have a weighted belly. No. It's, you, okay. Get yourself treat. Now you got some money. Get yourself a weighty blanket. It, it's good for it's good for anxiety, but it's also good for getting your bodies to sleep. So if you got a lot of thoughts going on in your head, it just like weighs you down and keeps your body still, so that like you slowly just and you pass out and you have the best sleep and it and it keeps you fucking warm and it, it's like a nice it's like a nice body hug. Is it like someone holding you? It's nice if you get yeah. the. I think mine's like fifteen pounds. You can get them heavier, but I don't think I would suggest anything heavier because it. Fifteen pounds is still quite a lot, but it's, it's like someone you ever you ever you know if you're if you're with someone and you if they lie on top of you, and that feels nice unless they're big fatty, right? Yeah, but, no. But it's <laughs> maybe that's not a good description, but but it's it's it you get in it and it keeps you it keeps you just kind of tossing. You can't toss and turn. Yeah, you're not, you don't feel trapped either. But I, that's, feel, I'd be worried I'd feel trapped. I start dreaming there's something on no, top of me. No, but that's, that's, that's what I thought at first because I was like, I'm going to feel suffocated. and It's not. And this is good for anxiety. This is good for if you can't shut down at the end of the night. I, I swear to God, I, I, I go into bed, I get in it, and then I fucking wake up. I've had the most solid fucking sleep. Okay. And uh, can I get that on Amazon? Well, I mean, if you couldn't, I'd be very fucking surprised. <laughs> what can't you get on amazon that's what i would like that's like that's something i'd like to google i swear but i bought i did buy and it arrived today a new pillow because i thought my pillow was hurting my neck and i got this because i wake up on my tummy or on my side Mm. and since having the kids from having mass like my kids were all like nine pound plus babies so i used to have this big big um, head irish good good big spuds and i used to have a a big pillow like a body pillow that would support my belly Mm. and you'd then pop it in between your legs and you're all comfortable you're comfortable like getting out of bed when you're heavily pregnant like i nearly needed a crane to lift Mm. me out of the you're like a turtle on your back and you can't get up and you're belly's huge and the baby's mo- not and then your boobs are oh jesus night and you kind of roll onto your side throw your legs out and get up very slowly so 
I'm so used to sleeping with these pillows. I put a pillow beside behind my back yeah. every night going to sleep. And then my neck, my pillow has put my head on. I wasn't sleeping great. And I've seen all these ads for these silk pillowcases, but I don't think I want that either. I don't want to drool onto a silk pillowcase. So I bought this new pillow and it said for front and side sleepers. So okay. I'll be trying that out tonight. Nice. It seems good. That arrived today. Um, but I think if I exercise during the day and I burn off some energy, I sleep better at night. You should try a little uh, restorative yoga before you go to bed. <sighs> it's just going to make me fart. No, no, no. It's like, it's, uh, it's not like stretching so much as, uh, you know, you put, like, you're talking about the pillow behind your back and stuff yeah. like that. It's just like getting into nice relaxing poses. Yeah. That keep you, that just, that just make you help you unwind. I mean, here's Fiona, you're going to fart anyway, so fucking, you might as well get fit while you're doing it. You know what I mean? I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, and like for, for any eligible That's your bird men. album. <laughs> fit and farting. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't fart all the time. And I'm, I've gotten very That's good like... at holding... I've gotten very good at holding them in. Well, since my diet improved, it's all calmed down. Mm. Um, so anyway, I had, I had one more thing on my list for okay. 2020. So number one was get fit and lose weight for Halifax taping. Didn't happen, but I lost the weight recently. Number two, get a festival, but I forgot to apply for them. Number three, get a better sleep pattern. And number four was come back to Ireland once a year. And I couldn't do it this year. Well, yeah. So those things were out of my control. Some of them. Yeah, so, yeah, so, um, I guess. So if I have to make a list, a new list, some of them will probably still be on it. I think, I think when you make a list, those are good things, but maybe this year, because yeah. we don't know what it's going to be like next year, mm-hmm. is make more intentional, more um, stuff for yourself that no matter what happens, like, uh, you don't know if you can get back to Ireland anytime, right? So that's not, all, that's not your fault. You don't yeah. know about festivals. That's not your fault. But make, maybe make some plans of, because uh, Annette, is, is Annette, Anita? Anita? Anita, yeah. Anita. Anita, she's right because, you know, manifesting or setting intentions, you know, you're just putting it out to the world. If you write them down, that's what journaling is actually a really helpful tool because mm. you're putting out to yourself what, you, what you're trying to do with yourself. Yeah. And it's a constant reminder. That's one thing I want to get better at this year is more daily journaling as well. So are you going to, will you make a list? I'll will make you a make- list. I'll make a list too. I'm going to write down a few things and some of them will still be honest. I can guarantee you Helen and Anita had losing weight, number one on theirs too. The three of us lived together and the three of us were fatty fudges and out getting hammered Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. We were all going to Weight Watchers, cheating. We'd all weigh in on the Friday and then eat like demons until Monday, right? And we'd all be getting hammered and eating McDonald's when we're hungover. Oh, we had a great time. So Jesus, it sounds I, like fucking. I actually must contact them and tell them get out those lists now and see where we're at. <laughs> yeah, it's um. What so going into? Okay, what? Let's talk about. I, I want to talk about. Did we talk about our years yet? Really, in this podcast, we, I can I guess we may have done. Well, you had a busy year out of necessity. Out of necessity, you made Pylander. Yeah, I had a good. I had a good year. I recorded an album. Yes. Uh, that's yet to come out, but next year I started the business. I kind of started, I, I, I was kind of, I, I was forced, get this fucking cat out of the way. Get the <laughs> fuck out of the way. A little shit. Um, 
um, I, I was kind of forced to kind of like deal with all my bullshit too. So it's like, I had to get my place looking nice. I have to make, you know, now that I live alone, I have to make X amount of money. I have to get, figure out, I can't distract myself with like comedy and stuff. I had to like, really just like, so, you know, and I, you know, I, I got a car and I fucking, yeah, I did a bit of riding. I had, I was dating someone for a bit. I, I had probably had more sex this year than I had the last few years. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and someone was just DMing me. I was just being offered some recently. I, I don't know if I, I know. Who some offers? Don't name them. Just no, tell us, tell us the scenario. No, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know if I want to talk about it, but like. Well, now I want you to talk. I'll about tell, it. I'll tell you off air. I'll tell you off air. Ah, well, then I'm going to talk about it next week. <laughs> I'll be like a, a friend of mine. <laughs> it's no one you know. Um, so that's one thing. I, so one thing I realized this year, uh, one, one thing I want to do for this next year is, uh, you all right? Yeah. Okay, you're just looking at yourself in the, yeah. the mirror. Okay, yeah. Like, I'm glad I got your full attention when I'm trying to tell you some personal stuff. Listen, I'm sorry. I mean, Everyone who's on a Zoom meeting is looking at themselves. It's a mirror. Oh, I tell you something funny that my therapist did yesterday. My therapist is such a nice guy, um, and he's really good. He's such. A, he really listens, and he really like pays attention. Which I mean, I suppose what you're, That's you're his supposed job. to. I know, but like he he really like. Well, I don't know. Like I've had therapists before that kind of, I feel like they're trying to guide you to a certain way, but I think he, I don't know. He, he just feels like he, he, he understands me a bit more than most. Right. Um, anyway, I'm talking about how I'm, I'm struggling to write comedy stuff because this year there's not been a lot of comedy. So my pie business is sort of taking over, but I was kind of worried that the comedy stuff's kind of going away to the, the side and it may never become, I want it to be my, my my main priority over pies, right? Yes. Pies make rent. I could, you know, I don't want to flip it. So it's, I'm just become a business guy who does a little bit of comedy. Yes. I want to be a comedy person who has a side business, right? Mm-hmm. But it was kind of flipping the other way. So um, I was telling him I was struggling to write and stuff. And he says, you know, you know, he's, he's like, I mean, you, you don't have any shows. You don't have anywhere. He's like, would you do this? Would you, I want you to, write five minutes about therapy and perform it for me next week. So, Great. yeah, I know. But he goes, he says, he says, I don't want it to become a roast of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I got it. I got to perform for my therapist, Nick, which is a weird, I think I need to talk to another therapist about that. <laughs> you, know? the, you, you, you performed for this guy before. Do you remember? Kenya, yeah. So he, he's, I think what he's trying to do is he's trying to like, cause here's something I learned about myself this year. That was actually very important was whenever I've had bad mental health days or depressed or I'm not, it's because I'm not, I come alive when I'm being silly and I'm being funny and I'm performing. But when I'm really in, in it and not having a good time it's the last thing i want to do so he he recognized that and he saw that like as soon as he got me to start being silly even though i didn't want to yeah i start i i i, I suddenly just become myself i yeah. become i don't feel sad i don't feel better uh, sorry i feel better um so i think that's what he's trying to do um so yeah it's uh it's going to be interesting i'm not I think he's gonna. I think he thinks I'm gonna write a bunch about about him. But to be honest, my other therapist has given me more material. 
Um, don't talk about them. I know the one that I matched with on Tinder is her. Uh, <laughs> Christ. There's a bunch. Yeah. There's oh a bunch. Of, I had the bunch. I had like three or four therapists that I can only describe as. That's because I was paying for cheap therapy. You know okay. what I mean? If, yeah. you, if you're, this is one thing. Is like if you're paying fifty, sixty dollars for therapy, you're getting. Jesus, Fiona, you look so bored when I'm. T- T- Tinder dates. No, I'm thinking in my head about online dating. And online I'm think, dating. And I'm thinking if my therapist came up. Well, it's a woman. Well, I thought to myself. I, I was like, well, at least she knows. Where I'm at, you know what I mean? <laughs> and and did you did she match with you? Yeah, did I she... think so. I can't remember. She, I think she matched with me, or I, I can't. You know how you're just swiping, yeah. and you match. But um, because I, you know, I, I remember thinking to myself, it's like I know her from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I've told her my deepest darkest secrets. <laughs> no, I know her from somewhere. And, oh my! Uh, I was a therapist that actually was. At the time, I was. I was kind of going there and like, I wasn't, I didn't have much going on. So I was like, I was feeling okay. And she said, you know, I don't think, you know, she's like, I don't feel like you really need therapy at the moment. You feel like you're doing okay. And we've been talking about how I was struggling to date and how I'd struggled with that. You know, that's something I'd mm-hmm. always struggled with. And um, it was, it was the most comedy perfect moment. Cause she was like, you know, but if you feel yourself, you know, needing, you know, give me a call, but I think you're doing okay. And then just as I'm like walking out the door and as she's closing it, she goes, but you know, if you start dating, you'll probably need to give me a shout, you know, and close the door. So I like that. <laughs> I was like, you cheeky get, oh, but I was like, she's fucking bang on. But like, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I haven't been online dating obviously because I was in a relationship for years, but that when I was online dating, I knew my marriage was definitely over because uh, I matched with my ex-husband on well, that's match.com. Right. <laughs> And I wouldn't mind the photograph was taken in our living room. I was probably beside him watching Coronation Street. Jesus Christ. And we matched. So then I'm thinking if I matched with him, did he match with me? Like he must have seen it. I don't know. Anyway, so I haven't been, and I don't know if online dating has changed a lot in the last four years. Uh, Cause I did try and join eHarmony five years ago and they wouldn't let me on because I wasn't officially divorced, which is a load of shite, isn't it? You have to be. You have to be properly divorced or is have a eHarmony is that one that's like for people that are like very like into like meeting someone though? Yeah, but that is not what you want. I'm not looking for a load of riding and have to go on antibiotics. I'm too old for that. <laughs> I'm no, ch- like, I am not looking for all these one night stands and I'm not looking for all these hookups. I have, I have my own toys upstairs charging that can satisfy me. No, I, if, I, I think eHarmony yeah. is one of those ones where because they want to make sure that you're not trying to get a side piece or something, right? I think they're... Okay. Because you have to pay for that too, right? Yeah. Well, well, I'm going to... This is going to be a whole new world for me. I'm not ready to go onto it yet. Um, but, you know, well, maybe some stage next year. Uh, but I don't know if it's all changed, if it's all different. Um, no, it's... Uh, I'll be honest. I, I, I go... I, I'll, I'll go on dating apps once, maybe, let's say... I'll go say three times a year, like every quarter or something, right? I'll when uh, it's free. <laughs> no, no, they're always free, right? But like, I'll, I'll go on, and because I'm bored mostly, I just want to yeah. swipe. You know what I mean? And then sometimes the back of my head, I'm always like, oh, maybe, maybe this time there's yeah. someone, right? But I tell you what, it is. It's just the same fucking people that've been on it for years. So I don't know. It's like either people who can't 
you know, you end up matching with the same fucking people. You never but check. Do they, you not, never... Is it, do they not take themselves off? Like, do they not renew? Is it just no. the same people so, the whole time? So the, here's the thing. So I, I, I realized that like, if you don't take your entire profile off, mm-hmm. it's still there. Oh, there's just tons of people that aren't actually on it. So it's a waste yeah. of fucking time. So okay. here's my thing about, this is what I want to do for next year is I, you're going to laugh, but I think <laughs> <laughs> you're already laughing. No, here we go. <laughs> I think I'm going to take a deliberate year of celibacy. Because right. women are such a fucking distraction in my life. The, the pursuit of women, the, the riding, the dating, like I, like I just want, I, I, yeah, because this girl was messaging me and she was, she sent me a picture and it was, a, it was an X-rated picture, right? And now hang on, has she been messaging for a while or she was straight in with the picture? I think we, we, we done a bit of like messaging back and forth, you know, a little flirt, flirting or whatever, but not for how like, long though, before you got the picture, like a few days, weeks, hours? Oh, on and off for a few months, I think. Ah, you know. okay. Okay. This is the, this is the new thing, Fiona. People will DM you on Instagram you know, you back and forth for a little bit. And then next thing you know, boom, dick pic. No, I just... <laughs> I have only received one dick pic in my life. And it was... I, I, I was it was skinny. Right. It was long and skinny. And I, saw, I, I wanted to say... I was like, what do you want me to do with that? Stir a cup of tea? <laughs> and he was real proud of it. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you know, make sure your equipment is... DM worthy before you send a photo of it. I, I, uh, I, I'd never sent one. Don't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would never. I think it's the most, I mean, I know I have a lot of women friends who are like, you know, women want them if they're dating someone sometimes. No. So, oh, well, some women do that, I've heard, right? Well, I, but this is the thing. So I don't, I think, but you know, an erect penis is a fine thing for, for having sex with, but it's not something to look at. It's not photogenic. It's not photogenic. It looks, it's fucking like, it's like E.T.'s finger. You know what I mean? Like just. <laughs> uh, well, it's just. But also not... like, I don't want to, I don't want a photo of some woman's vagina. No. You know what I mean? I mean, that's like a fucking kebab. Do you know what I, I mean? It's... <laughs> I don't want to see that. I no, don't... that's for under the covers in the dark. And yeah, exactly. it all fits, this, it this fits is together very... well. This is, our very, this is our very Catholic and Protestant upbringings, Fiona, where we're shamed. <laughs> yes, we're, we're like, shamed about it. Tur- turn off all the lights and it just, it all feels good, <laughs> but don't, don't look at it. But um, that's, yeah, I, but that's what, that's what happens now. So I noticed, so I started, I was dating a girl uh, about this time last year. Mm-hmm. And th- this was the first girl, this was a girl who was very like online, right? Big Twitter presence, very like her whole life was, our whole personality, our whole life is online, right? Um, which seems to be sort of the new normal of people that are younger. She was 29, so she's like 10 years younger at the time, right? So, um, but without, and I would, I never asked for any photos. I'm not, I feel like a bit of a pervert, even though you're dating someone. I don't, I don't need them. I don't require them, right? I don't know how to react to them yeah. either. She just send me them. Hmm. You just have a back catalog of, nude okay. pics she never okay. have her head in them either well how'd you know it was her well you know it's her right but like i well, might I mean, do it, that i could send other people i know right <laughs> but so you know so, so she 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 so I, that's what i thought i was like she doesn't i was like this is not 
I feel like I need a newspaper with today's date because I feel like this is just like a, she's got a file of, and every girl, so this is true. And, and I think every woman who's about 30 or under now just has a back catalog of pics. And guys too, I'm sure guys do too, right? So this is the new world of dating. So oh. you better fucking get some good lighting, get your ring light, <laughs> you know, get some soft lighting. Yeah. Some velvet silk pillows. I'll get the kids to help me with the angles. <laughs> so, so this is what. So this is kind of what I've noticed happens, and because everyone was sort of horny during the lockdown, you start chatting to people, and the next thing you know, you know, they just send you pictures. Ah, uh, here. No, I'm not able for that crap. And that's. Um, it, it, yeah, I don't know. And also, like, so this, this girl sent me this picture, and I didn't reply. <laughs> You should have put a filter on it and sent it back. <laughs> well, I just like, I, just, I don't know. I just, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe but, I'm too, maybe I'm just, it's a different era for me or something, but. Yes. Maybe you know, if you wanted to send, if you wanted to send someone a dirty picture back in our day, Fiona, yeah. you had to find your disposable camera. Yeah. Right? You had to make sure there was film still in it. Right. <laughs> You've got, you didn't have all these mic stands and ring lights back in the day. So either you've got to, some of them had timers, but you got to have someone take the picture. I don't know. You got to know. But also then you get, you take the picture. You don't know if it's good or not. There's no filters. Then you got to take it. You got to wait for the spool to be finished. Yeah. Then you got to take it to boots, the chemist. Yeah. Then you got to wait two weeks for them to fucking develop the film. And they've all seen it. And they've all seen it. And sometimes they don't give you it when, if they're naughty, right? Well, yeah. like a lot of them don't come out. So sometimes you get a pack of 30 and you only get 15 photos. Yeah. You get those photos. You got to look through them. Then you got to fucking find the address of the person you want to send it to. Put it in an envelope, get a stamp, take it to the post office. <laughs> send the fucking thing to the thing. Yeah. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what That's I would... That was the 90s. That was how, you know... Yeah, in our day, you know, you'd have to cut a picture of Samantha Fox oh, yeah. out of, out of the, the Sun newspaper uh, and then put your head uh, on it Jesus. and then put that into a letter to someone. <laughs> that sounds like some serial killer shit. <laughs> yeah. Samantha Fox? Did she Samantha not turn Fox. into like a... What? Samantha Fox... For anyone who's Canadian listen, Samantha Fox was like a celebrity, like page well, free I... model... I think they know we're here because she had a single. Do you remember? Touch me, touch me. You remember that song? I can vaguely remember. And then so it was at the same time as Sabrina with boys, boys, boys. And she'd bounce around the pool. Um, yeah. So in, in England, and then we get the English newspapers in Ireland and Scotland. Yeah. Page three girls. It should just be a just pair of tits. A massive pair of tits, silky knickers, and a fine looking girl, not a skinny girl. Like a, a fine lump of a woman. A busty woman, three. shall we say. A busty. A, a bus- a, a, she, she'd kind a bu- of be like a, a, a bus. Yeah, a buxom. Buxom bu- wench. Buxom barmaid <laughs> yes. wench with massive and always, knockers. It, and, but these people became very famous. Look at Jordan. I know. Um, and they became, because it was part of culture, page three more. Linda like, Lusardi. Yeah, I mean, you're, <laughs> you're giving away your fucking age here, right? But like, yeah. these are, um, but there was a time where those became... Uh, like these people were the first, so they become like the celebrities. But also, I always found it funny was, yeah. they, they, so they'd be this like girl, twenty three years old, big pair of knockers, 
but she'd have some like shoot caption about something that's going on in the world. Like, oh, I just hope there's peace in the Middle East or something. I mean, just yeah, like, here's my nipples. <laughs> so, um, uh, why are we talking about something? Oh, yeah, you're saying so that's the world of dating now. Everyone's Aww. just everyone's just sending each other, and especially with lockdown and stuff, everyone's just sending pictures of their tits but, and whatnot. But not people are age, like oh, because well, maybe a few are age, but like if I'm going to be looking for now eventually an older gentleman. I don't want to see a photo with that. Are you mad? Well, the guys you're going to be dating aren't going to have smartphones. <laughs> they are. Their kids will show them how to use them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. I don't know where we've gone with this podcast. We started with our hopes for the new year, and now we're talking about naked pictures. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, uh, I don't know. I, so, this is, so, for 2020, so we're talking about 2021. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't think I, people are all like the vaccine's going to happen and things are going to get back to normal. I don't think so. And now you could. I just don't think so. Now everyone's got a different opinions. Spring, mm-hmm. we we'll get a vaccine, and then all of a sudden, summer, we're all fucking or whatever. A lady Gaga. I don't think that's going to happen. I think there's going to be at least another year of maybe not this, but very similar to this. Um, so the way I look at it personally is. You can't do anything about it, right? So you yeah. just got to embrace it. So now, for me, I spent a lot of this year like being like, fuck, and oh, what's going on, and being depressed and not knowing. So this year, I'm more like, okay, I gotta, I'm going to use this time now because this is time that once everything comes back, it's going to go fucking full guns, nonstop for years. There's just going to be comedy, comedy, fucking. Mm-hmm. I got to get in shape. I got to be shagging season for years. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be nonstop comedy stuff there's going to be film stuff there's going to be just life stuff everyone's yeah. going to be outside we're going to be meeting people again it's it, it's 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 going to go off maybe so it's going I, to be like the 60s it's going to be like the, i think so in the 20s and stuff where it's just going to be debauchery but i also think it's it's just going to be a lot of socializing yeah but the thing with that is we can't just spend the next year just in our houses walling because when we come out of that it's going to be very it's not just going to be like, we're not just going to come out and be like, okay, we're back to normal, seeing people and being, it's going to be a weird time. Can you imagine being in a crowd of 10,000 people for Lady Gaga? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> we'll you know ease I mean? no, back it's... into it. But you know, like humans are so flexible. I guarantee you, a couple of weeks of easing things off and then it'll be like this 2020 never, never happened. happened. No, I, I, That's I, how I can, we are. I kind of think that too, but I also think to yourself like, so for me, anyway, for this year, it's like, I want to be sort of almost preparing myself for that. Okay. So in terms of not dating or being distracted by the, the thought of try riders, because it's always a distraction. Um, mm-hmm. Making sure that I'm, you know, putting comedy before my business, getting in shape, doing all the healthy stuff, all yeah. the healthy habits. So when things come back to a sense mm-hmm. of whatever... I'm in that better shape. So I'm not just fucking my, like the way I am now, but everything's back to normal. So I'm going to try and use it as a positive thing because I've noticed a lot of people, especially over the Christmas period, are having a hard fucking time. Hard yes. time. Really hard yeah. time. And I thought I was having it rough. And then you talk to people and you're like, oh, people are fucking, yeah. you know. It's, it's, a, it's a tough time. But I, I feel that... Um, I'm hoping we're coming towards the end of it. I'm a bit more optimistic and thinking by spring we'll have our vaccines. Mm. Um, and 
you know, it's just going to, it, it will get better. This is a moment in time. It's not going to be here forever. Things will get better. I will be at Lady Gaga. I will be eventually online dating again. And the way I look at it is I got so much riding in my last relationship because we did a lot of that. I'm, I'm enjoying the break, to be honest. Exactly. Enjo- you need to put, you need, yeah, yeah. I put, I put a lot of miles. A I put a lot of miles on the clock the last few years. Well, see, that's, that's, that's kind of where I was at. That, the last relationship I was doing a lot. It's just like, it's not, people, and I find with dating, people are like, because they're lonely, everyone's like desperate yeah. to fucking, it's like, whatever. You know what I mean? There's better, th- you know, there's better things in life to do. There is. Now we need to bring this one to an end. We do? We do. We're already over an hour. Oh, that's okay. It's an so, end of the year special. I, I am going to wish uh, everybody health and happiness and control the, you know, you can only deal with the bits you can control and concentrate on that. And uh, everyone, mind yourselves, be kind to yourselves. It's been a rough year. And here we go into 2021. And uh, happy new year. You should do your New Year's Eve, that joke you did last year and you pinned it on Twitter. What joke? Oh, NY- yeah, yeah. NYE. Oh, yeah, You'll I don't have, I don't have Twitter anymore, so. Oh, I- I'm going to use it. I'm still. Are you still? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be the first time you stole my fucking, all my jokes. Get out of here. Jesus Don't even Christ. start with that. You made yourself a full career based on fucking copying my jokes. There yeah, I'm being a, a Scottish <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, happy new year, everybody. Uh, whatever that happy can mean for you, try and make the most of it and keep your heads up and we're going to get through all of this. Yeah. And work. this is the time, you know, New Year's resolutions, I always find to be a bit flaky because everyone starts and then they stop and they get distracted by life. But now you actually got the time. And if you if if you're not you're not having to work all the time and you got mm-hmm. a bit of time and you're not got other stuff going on, use it. I'm not saying you have to fucking get a six pack and become fucking learn ten languages, but yeah. go inward. Figure yeah. out, you know Read what a book. You work on. <laughs> what? Read a book. Read read one book. Read one fucking book. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Just yeah. You know, cause you know, things will get better. Yeah. We we hope. And if they do, if they don't for a bit, I think I, I honestly think this year, next year, will be even crazier than this year. That's 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 why I think. Let's see what happens. Let's I think throw so. it out there. Let's see what happens. Bring it on. Maybe ne- this time next year we'll do we'll be live at the the pub in Ireland that you're talking about with Helen and Anita. That's, that's what we'll do next year if we can. We'll do it live from what's the name of that pub? The Knackers the Arms. The, the Knackers Arms. <laughs> What? And, we'll, and we'll, the Abbey Tavern in the Hope and, Tavern, and we'll do Dublin. a li- we'll do a live weigh in. We'll do a live, yeah. <laughs> and we'll have we'll have guests Anita and Heather. And, Ellen, uh, we'll bring your mom. <laughs> yeah, your mom will come in. Yeah. Uh, oh right, come on, wind her up there. My kids are starving. Oh, is that what? <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. Um, Fiona doesn't feed her kids properly. Get child services on it. Um, and we'll see you in the new year. Thanks for tuning in this year, for cracking up. Bye, Fiona. Bye.